Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. He's all alone, all alone, all alone in a time of need. Because he's racing and racing and plotting the course. He's fighting and... Well, you've heard us many times on SENZ reference our proud history when it comes to motor racing and the legacy many Kiwis have left on racetracks in all corners of the world for their exploits behind the wheels and yesterday there was still room for another iconic moment the 75th anniversary of NASCAR and it has been 60 years since a driver has won in their series debut well through turn 11 Shane Van Gisbergen has been perfect. He has navigated the streets of Chicago to perfection. The final time onto the front stretch. He comes to the checkered flag. He's won the very first street race in NASCAR. Yeah, woohoo, all right. Uh, Shane Van Gisbergen is as talented as it gets when it comes to driving fast, but even then, it would have been pretty far-fetched to expect him to win on his NASCAR debut in America on a street circuit with crazy weather. Uh, he became the first person in 60 years to win a NASCAR Cup on debut, and once he pulled off the great heist, he used his getaway vehicle to rip the typical victory burnout we're so accustomed to see when it comes to the flying Kiwi. Well, Greg Murphy is everything motorsport in New Zealand, an absolute legend himself, won plenty on the big stage, plenty of reason to celebrate, um, and I would imagine uh, he's quite enjoyed what uh, he's been seeing in the last 24 hours. Greg, good morning to you. G'day, Smithy. Absolutely. What an achievement that is. Um, where, where does it rate for you? I mean, it must rate hugely with the Americans. Johnny Rutherford was the last guy, the legendary John, Johnny Rutherford, back in 63, <laughs> was the last guy to do it, mate. Oh, so the, yeah, it's just another feat. It's just another uh, another uh, string in the bow for for Shane Van Gisberg. And I mean, um, I'll be bluntly honest. I, I I actually sort of called it a few weeks ago. I mean, it was the perfect storm for him and the perfect timing for him to go to the US and jump in a NASCAR on a street circuit that no one had seen before. The first street circuit that NASCAR has ever raced on. Uh, you know, in a situation like that. It was it was ideal preparation, really, for for Shane to to make his debut in NASCAR, and and he didn't disappoint. I mean, he's so talented. Um, he he's got an innate ability. Uh, you know, he works incredibly hard. Uh, his preparation was was you know fantastic, second to none. Did some testing in the lead up, got to the place that you know probably suited him better than any other driver in the field almost, and he adapted and and, and did the job. He was patient when he needed to be. Took his time, and then when it when it came time to to rip it apart and uh, show uh, every other driver in the field how it's done, he, he put it together. It sounds easy. Just pop me across and hopping into a NASCAR and uh, winning it on debut. <laughs> but let's uh, let's talk yeah. about the logistics of that, Murph. Let's talk about the logistics because we're talking an entirely different vehicle, entirely different setup, entirely different course. Uh, I mean, just what are the things he had to overcome to do what he did? Well, yeah, 
Yes, completely different. Everything you, you say is right, but you know he's he's in a car that um, you know is is got similarities to what he has been driving. They they are quite different in many respects, but you've got quite a large car. They're quite heavy. That car, the NASCAR, has got more horsepower than a supercar, probably by a couple hundred horsepower. Um, but there's there's a lot of uh, sort of similarities to that car versus what he has been driving. He was going to adapt to a NASCAR, certainly in a road course environment like that or a street course environment. He's going to adapt to that much better and much faster than what he would if he had to go to uh, an oval situation where the guys that are racing day in, day out in that championship have got an advantage. But there was no advantage uh, for them going to that, that circuit. And so the, the idea about it, the, the timing of it, the preparation, you know, the, he would have known, he's known about that for quite some time. They planned that to perfection when they, you know, they knew about the, the Chicago street race. And, you know, he went to the States, did some testing, spent time in the simulator uh, with the team, ironed out all the little idiosyncrasies that NASCAR have around the rules and regulations. And, he, and he's smart. He's a, he's a clever, clever guy who works incredibly hard out of the car to be the best he can be. And, um, you know, he put it all together. And that's testament to his ability. People have got to understand, I'm sure that all the motorsport fans and a lot of sports fans that might not be necessarily, um, you know, have, have their eye on motorsport all the time, they'll understand a sports person that is operating, you know, at the level that he, he is operating at. He is world, absolute world class, as good as any driver in the world. And he's just proved it again by, by doing what he did. Can you tell us a wee bit about the reason he got there and how that came about? Um, uh, Trackhouse Project 91. Um, this is an opportunity, yeah. apparently, to give international drivers, what, a shot at NASCAR? Yeah, yeah. So it's been put together by Trackhouse. Uh, uh, Kimi Raikkonen uh, was, sort of, I think, uh, the, the guy that they chose to sort of inaugurate that, that whole concept. It's a third car that Trackhouse run it. It's selected... Um, races uh, that they bring in uh, for, for opportunities and moments like that to put stars and, and, and cars. And um, obviously, they've been keeping an eye on Shane. Shane's been to the States a few times racing other other formulas and been to Daytona and GD cars and the like. Um, you know, they watch supercars. They know what's going on. His talent is, is, is known around the world. And, um, you know, it, I, I'm not sure the, the absolute detail of how it all, all came about but it's not it's not something that is a you know of a surprise that um the organization would have gone and grabbed someone like shane to do it um as say he's he's well known around the world for his exploits and, and driving cars and and uh, he's now just um stamped another you know an incredible statistic uh in the the archives of, of motorsport around the world so what now in terms of uh, NASCAR? Is, is that a one-off? The fact that he has created history in that sense means tends to suggest the Americans uh, will want him back because he's going to be great for the ratings, etc. Uh, I just wonder what now in that sense. Yeah, well, I wonder a little bit too, mate. Um, he made uh, a point uh, in the post-race interview that um, he has got one more year uh, in Australia with supercars, which... Uh, you know, watching this season, he's he's been quite, you know, uh, vocal about the fact that he's actually not enjoying it. Um, uh, and he's, uh, he said that he would definitely be looking and, and interested in doing more NASCAR stuff. I can't help but think that um, there would already be some further conversations after what happened on the weekend around 
you know, expediating that, that whole arrangement and getting him to do more. If he doesn't do it full-time next year and he does have that arrangement in Australia, you know, there's, there's going to be other, obviously, cameo appearances, I would imagine, uh, before too long and, and into next season. But, you know, Shane doesn't seem to be... He's not enjoying driving in Australia. I'm not sure why you'd want to stay there doing something. You say you're, you're openly not, you know, having having the time of your life doing uh, when he clearly um, has got things to, to achieve in other parts of the world. So I'd say watch this space a little bit. It's um, not... Not this is all speculation of my own. I've got no knowledge mm. on, on what plans are exactly, but I just don't see why he'd waste his time in Australia for another year unless unless there is contractual agreements that um, can't be broken. But you know, I think he just needs to to move on, go and uh, chase a you know chase a, the dream and chase some championships, chase race wins, chase chase uh, the opportunities in, in other parts of the world. Clearly, he feels comfortable. He's already made a name for himself. Uh, drivers such as Kyle Larson commenting on how what an incredible race car driver he is, one of the best he's ever seen already. Um, you know, why hold back and, and wait wait till 2025 to, to, to get in there full time? Would you be able to give us any idea on uh, how lucrative it is compared to supercars, NASCAR? Uh, very lucrative. Um, I did actually see something this morning that popped up um, that uh, the, the uh, they, they say, they estimate that the highest uh, paid NASCAR driver is, is earning around 15 million US a year. Um, and uh, the top 10, sort of the, the, the 10 highest paid is somewhere around the 5, 6 million or something, I think it was, uh, getting paid in, in NASCAR. So, you know, it's, it's a long, tough season. There's big money in the game, big prize money. Um, you know, the, the guys uh, at the top, top end of NASCAR are superstars. I mean, they really are. The sport is huge in America, as we know. And um, the the money money flows through it as well. So, you know, the the opportunity to go there, uh, be at the top of the top of your game and, and earn big money if you're good enough. Um, you know, the opportunity exists. So, you know, I can only imagine that there's a fair few teams eyeing him up already. And I would imagine Trackhouse are probably at the top of the list after what uh, what he did for them on the weekend. So we're going to talk a, a bit of IndyCar in a second because uh, it wasn't a bad sort of a day for New Zealand yesterday and that either, uh, to be fair, Greg, but uh, more lucrative than IndyCar uh, or not, or more popular than IndyCar or yeah. not? Yeah, definitely more popular than IndyCar. It has been, uh, you know, for quite a long time. It has, has gone through its ups and downs, though, NASCAR, over the last probably 10 years. I mean, there's been uh, constant sort of changes around around the way the, the, the racing and the structure of the point systems and the they've got what they call the chase. You've got to qualify for the chase um, where there's an elimination process towards the end of the season. It's quite a complicated setup, but there's, there's a lot of races. I think it's 36 races, uh, pretty much back-to-back. There's a couple of breaks in there where they have a week off. It, it's a very committed championship, huge you know, amount of work that goes into, um, into running a NASCAR team. Um, uh, you know, So many moving parts and components. The teams are huge. Um, but the, the car that they run now, so they're in their second year with the, the, the current car. So there was, a, there was quite a big evolution uh, at the beginning of last year to this current um, design of race car they've got, which suited and definitely made a difference uh, for someone like Shane to be able to step into because, it, as I said before, it's a lot more similar to what our, our supercars are. Um, so he would have adapted quite quickly. So, you know, it, it, it's all there um, for him to, to, to look at and, and I'm sure to say there's offerings to do it but it's more lucrative than IndyCar and, and certainly uh, much bigger 
and the United States uh, because of it, say, that the size of the season, the amount of races they do. Um, and, you know, at the end of the day, uh, NASCAR was built around, you know, bootlegging way back in the uh, 50s and 60s and, and has, has been a, a big part of the, the motorsport scene, bigger than any other part of the motorsport scene in America for a very, very long time. Uh, just finally, Greg, before we let you go, um, a terrific day, as I said, for IndyCar yesterday. Three Kiwis in the yep. top ten. Scott Dixon's picks, the best finish of the year. Uh, we just go from strength to strength there and with a great presence. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I was up at Road America a few weeks ago, actually, and uh, it was it was uh, brilliant just to see all three of the Kiwi boys up there again, um, you know, doing doing their thing and 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 loving what they're doing. Uh, Marcus Armstrong's fresh into the, into the scene this year, just doing a road course and uh, street course program, not into the ovals just yet. Um, he's already, you know, showcasing his ability. I think it's the best place he can possibly be as an IndyCar. He's actually enjoying it, loving it. The competition, he's part of the Ganassi program alongside uh, Scott Dixon as well. Um, uh, Scott McLaughlin's already had a win this season. Um, he's sort of been a little bit, a bit of a struggle in the last couple of rounds, but he got a good fifth place, solid fifth place. I think he's six in the points. Um, and Scott Dixon, well, what can you say? To, you know, he, he's, uh, he's put himself in the, the record books in, in IndyCar. Um, you know, for these reasons that are just he continues to to deliver on, which is the consistency, the professionalism. Um, he, he's just an absolute, uh, you know, rocket scientist when it comes to, uh, you know, uh, managing his IndyCar program and his championship. And it's uh, it's just never ceases ceases to amaze me how he continues to perform at that level at. Uh, you know, the rival of age of, uh, I think it's 42. So it's awesome to watch for me. I, I love IndyCar, and, and it's great to see the Kiwi boys doing the job. And, you know, they've, they're there for still a long time. I'm, I'm pretty sure I don't see Scott Dixon pulling the pin anytime soon. Murph, always great to catch up with you. Uh, and thanks very much for your impressions on SVG in particular. Certainly a, 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 a oh, watershed brilliant. day for New Zealand yesterday. Hey, Murph, have a terrific day. We'll catch up soon. Thank you. Thanks, Murphy. Cheers, mate.